business, finance and economics. This is Finance Friday's Real Economics for Real Life. Welcome to episode 23. This is the story of how the 2021 Forbes 30 Under 30 front cover superstar Travis Scott has lit up the business world in 2020 by becoming the branding go-to guy for corporate America. We'll analyse how much of a cultural impact his deals are having and ask the question, could he be changing how celebrities ultimately engage and do business with corporates? All of this and much more coming up. First things first though, who is Travis Scott? Rapper, singer, songwriter and record producer, Jacques Berman Webster II, known professionally as Travis Scott, has an estimated net worth of $39.5 million. His wealth comes from a combination of making music, merchandise, touring and of course partnering with major global brands across fashion, food and entertainment. Scott grew up in Houston, Texas. He comes from a family of musicians and has been involved in music since high school. He attended the University of Texas at San Antonio for two years before dropping out to focus on his career. Scott signed with Epic Records in 2012 and released his debut album, Rodeo, which many consider a classic in 2015. In 2016, he released Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, my personal favourite, followed by Astroworld in 2018. Meh. His 2019 Astroworld tour grossed $53.5 million, the top grossing tour in 2019. The latter is key here. Travis Scott is a raucous musician with a very loyal, almost cult-like fan base who are in complete awe of him every time he takes the stage. In addition to this, Scott was in a high-profile relationship with supermodel and entrepreneur Kylie Jenner from April 2017 to October 2019. The two share a child, Stormy Webster, who was born in February 2018. And all of these things and many others have just propelled Scott to the superstar he is today and ultimately has turned the heads of many of the world's biggest consumer brands over in his direction, which will ultimately make Scott a cultural icon. In a year that has stifled the release of massive albums and halted the live music industry, Travis Scott is one of the few musicians who seems to be doing better than what he was before. A hundred million dollars better, in fact, if that's even possible. How has he done it? Collaborations, endorsements and partnerships, of course. So let's take a look at what Mr. Scott has been up to in the year 2020 and the impact, if any, he's been having. One of the most impactful and, dare I say it, iconic moments came back in April when Travis Scott partnered up with Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite, when a virtual Travis Scott held his 10-minute long astronomical performance on the Fortnite game servers. 
Players who tuned in were treated with a gigantic version of the rapper, stomping around the map as fire rained on them. They were shot up into space and shot down into the ocean. It was something truly unique that pushed the boundaries of what a concert could look like during a global pandemic. And just to illustrate the impact of this event, Travis Scott managed to set a record with his virtual performance, pulling 12.3 million viewers to Epic's video game. Now, the implications of his Fortnite concert quickly became evident. For Epic, it proved that the company was well on track to become more than just a maker of video games. For Scott, and really the entire music industry, it laid a path to a new revenue stream. Scott grossed roughly $20 million for it, including merchandise sales, according to a source. Much more than what his concerts typically gross. It showed that a virtual performance, once dismissed as a gimmick, could be as much as an act of artistry as an old-fashioned live show. Truly groundbreaking. Fast forward to September. For McDonald's, he developed a $6 Scott-branded Cactus Jack menu item, including a quarter pounder, fries, and Sprite, a meal so popular that the restaurant giant suffered a rare calamity, supply shortages. Not that the company minded much. Travis Scott is a cultural icon, says Jennifer Heelan, vice president of US marketing for McDonald's. Scott and his Cactus Jack team even designed apparel for the McDonald's crew. Scott says McDonald's took a little while to convince him of his vision. After a while, they allowed us to do it, he says. Ended up working out quite well. Yes. Yes, it did, Travis. In fact, McDonald's debuted the meal in September and its US same-store sales, a key indicator of a restaurant company's health, swung from an 8.7% drop in the second quarter at the height of the coronavirus lockdowns to a 4.6% gain in the third quarter, due, at least, in part to Mr. Travis Scott's meal. The Forbes magazine estimates that Scott earned at least $5 million from the traditional endorsement part of the deal and another $15 million from merchandise sales, collecting on the deal for the merch rights that he worked out for himself. Now. What could be next for him? Does he continue to ride this hot moment or onto something bigger? Yep, you guessed it, onto something bigger. A month after McDonald's put him on the menu, Scott unveiled a new partnership. This one with Sony's PlayStation, another deal from which he earned at least $1 million. Now, as with all things he does, Travis Scott likes to maintain an air of mystery, the better to fuel discussion about whatever he's selling, so details about his work with the game console manufacturer remain scant. A PlayStation press release said only that Scott had joined the company as, quote, a strategic creative partner to produce innovative projects that we hope will delight. A source later says that it's a multi-year deal 
that could involve a co-branded games console and perhaps even a game designed by Scott himself. Expected earnings? $20 million or more. Okay, let's tackle the why. Why do big consumer brands and celebrities hook up in this way? Well, it essentially comes down to this. Smart brands and celebrities know their audiences intimately. So these partnerships are designed to reach new consumers or even to shore up existing consumers that may be ready to move on to the next wave. So yeah, in that regard, it's beneficial for both parties. All right, back to Travis Scott. Here's what I like about what he's been doing this year. I like the fact that he's been working within these companies and brands rather than just with them. You know, traditional marketing campaigns tend to have a celebrity who endorses a particular product or service and just kind of mentions what they like about it. Whereas Travis here, because of the way that he's working inside directly within the company, it enables Travis to enact his own vision and stamp his own imprint on that brand or, or, or company. And because of that, Travis, you can see that he's having fun with it and he's being authentic. And that authenticity kind of transcends over to us as the consumers and viewers of those marketing campaigns and kind of tends our heads to say, huh, yeah, let me check that out. What is Travis up to? Or, you know, we check out that particular product or service he's endorsing or that collaboration he's into. And that ultimately is worth more than a paycheck. It's real impact. And yeah, that's why Travis is winning. Here's what I dislike. I sincerely hope that Travis is asking or even demanding for ownership of some of these companies, whether that's through shares or other avenues. I just don't want it to be a situation whereby these companies or brands are kind of using Travis's clout and cultural influence. And then when they're done with them, they toss them to the bushes, ready for the next one. Um, I want to see Travis level up and take what he's learned from working within these companies and try to implement it by creating his own brands. Take, for example, the case study of the husband to his baby mama sister. In actual fact, Travis Scott's mentor, Mr. Kanye West. You know, we all know he has the Yeezy shoe empire, whereby he works alongside Adidas, who manufacture and distribute the shoes, but the company is 100% wholly owned by Kanye West himself. That's where I want to see Travis Scott boss up to, reaching those new heights. And, you know, that might take, you know, some time. That may be in the near future. It won't be something immediate. But I do think it's feasible. And, yeah, I, I want to see him reach those new heights for sure in the near future for Travis Scott. Overall, though, I am impressed by Travis's business moves this year. He's shining a light and will hopefully pioneer a new pathway for up-and-coming influencers and content creators to do more with their brand collaborations and partnerships. But for Travis Scott specifically, 
He's a young, digitally native content creator with a massive following. And that, my friends, is why he's winning. Well, that has been it for episode 23 of the Finance Fridays podcast. I hope that you've been informed and educated on Mr. Travis Scott's business moves this year. From collaborations, endorsements, partnerships with McDonald's, Fortnite, PlayStation and the rest of it. Be sure to subscribe from your favorite podcast provider and join us next week for a brand new episode. Until then, this is Finance Fridays signing out. Peace.